Called Motown and Coney, back with my main man Tommy. What up, though? So I'm sitting here. The Pistons just got done playing uh, the New York Knickerbockers and <laughs> <laughs> preseason, and we about to, I guess, get our first sighting of Zion Williamson since May of 2021. Uh, so we got the NBA starting to get going. We got Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge just hit, what, home run number 62 tonight? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, the fall classic, as they like to call it, is coming up, even though, hell, I don't think, I think if the World Series goes seven games, they finish like in November sometime. Right, uh, right. NHL is in the preseason. NFL is about to be on week Five, believe it or not, it feels like the NFL season is flying by. I know it's flying by too, man. A lot of heartbreak, man, this year, but <laughs> yeah, um, heartbreak. Both of us doing pretty good in the in the fantasy league. Uh, I think he's what three and one. No, I actually lost. I'm two and two. Oh wow. Yeah, man, my my team. Uh, I don't know what's going on. With my number one draft pick <laughs> doing nothing. Uh, yeah, Jared Goff, who I picked up on waivers, seems to be saving my ass right now. I know that is a hell of a pickup too, man. Whoever thought from last year the way they played last year to this year being one of the highest scoring quarterbacks—that's insane. Yep. Um. Well, what did he have? Thirty-three fantasy points last week. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, college football in full swing. Uh, I've, I feel like this year watching college football, I know absolutely Jack. <laughs> I know it's like I don't understand this and NFL. Like NFL, if you would have told me that the Rams yesterday would score would nine get, points, <laughs> would score nine points. Yeah, and and. Stafford's been sacked so many times, like him. Yeah, and, seven times just alone yesterday. Yeah, it's like him and Joe Burrow is trying to, and, and Carson Wentz are having the race who can get sacked the most times. Yeah, um, I don't, because I'm trying to think who did the Rams like Andrew Whitworth, who was like 42 when he retired at the last season. Like I really think he was their only big loss on the offensive line and. Who I don't know. It's just it's like you said. It's been craziness. You got the Rams two and two. You have the Kansas City Chiefs that look like world beaters um, this week, but couldn't beat the Indianapolis Colts, where Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> hasn't shown up, and Matt Ryan looks over the hill. You have a competitive Jacksonville team. The New York Giants, I believe, are what three and one. 
Yeah, I mean, who do you believe though? And with all, I don't know who to believe in. Like all these teams, I, I love Kansas City. Don't get me wrong, but even they have weak spots. Yeah, it's just like nobody, nobody's a shoe in to win anything this season. Like I don't know what the hell is going on, but yeah. this NFL season is up in the air, in my opinion. Like anybody can beat anyone. Yeah, I mean, you have Philly that four and zero, the last of the unbeaten's, but I don't. I see them making the playoffs. I just don't see them making a substantial run. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. Honestly, they really haven't played really anyone. The hardest team that they played was actually the Lions. Yeah, that was like a tough that that first game was a tough game, and I feel like we should have won that game. But hey, yeah, the Lions should be sitting at three and one. Exactly. Actually, they should be sitting at four and zero. Oh, man, like. I just I don't get it. You lose a game by three the first game of the season. Then you, you sit up there, you gave a game away, you lose by four with a last second touchdown, last minute touchdown. Then you sit up here again and you lose to the Seattle Seahawks. By three. And make them yeah, and make them look like they're and that's actually that's the I think they, they did an NFL record. Like I think it's never been a score of forty eight to forty five as an NFL score ever. So yeah, that, well, we've seen 48-45, and thanks to the Denver Broncos and um, who do they play? Was it what was, what was the eleven to ten game? Mm. I know it involved um, Denver, who seems I don't know if they have buyer remorse right now on uh, Russell Wilson, but. <laughs> Uh, they they he did score three touchdowns, but they still lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. you have you have New England going a distance with Green Bay with their third string quarterback, <laughs> and that scares me too because the Lions play the Patriots next week, and if that's their third string quarterback, I mean the Lions should actually beat them. If you want to be honest, the Lions should beat them because I don't see the Patriots even scoring a lot of points, and I don't think the defense is really that great as everybody's saying it is. It's just if you score 35 points on the Patriots, that's it. Like, they're not going to score 35 points with you. But the Lions' defense is atrocious, so you never know. Yeah, so with all of the different – because I feel like October, November is the one of the greatest times to be a sports fan. Um Followed by, I think, that January, February, um, those two months when you have the NFL playoffs, you have the college bowl games, and then the college football playoffs. But I feel like this is the only time of the year where you have all four sports really going all at the same time. So so it got me. No, I was going to say, Rodney, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother, but you forgot about April. Oh yeah, April in the D is always <laughs> well, amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't had April in the D in so long. I um, know, but when we do, oh my God, it's amazing. But the Tigers are blowing it. The Lions are blowing it. Usually, that's when the guys, you know, when the the you know and and the, and the don't get me wrong, the Red Wings are blowing it and the Pistons too because April in the D is the start of baseball season. Um, you know. The Red Wings and Pistons are usually in the playoffs, and the Lions 
are usually like being talked about as drafting. So that's yeah. usually the good Yeah, the NFL draft is our Super Bowl. <laughs> right, that's our Super Bowl every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, but I remember when the Pistons were hot, the Tigers were going with, with Verlander and Tigers at at one point I felt had the best rotation in in baseball with Verlander, Scher- Scherzer, Doug Fister. Um, oh man, yeah, you ain't lying. They had some, and then they had uh, Joel Zumaya, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and when he messed his arm up too, because he man he can throw a hell of a pitch. And then we had uh, Papi Grande. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we had some people, man. The pitchers were awesome, and you knew all the pitchers and the hitters, too, man. We were loaded with hitting, and we picked up Prince Fielder, too. Yeah, we were loaded, man. Yeah, April and the D back then, you had the Pistons consistently in the playoffs. You had the Red Wings in the midst of their um, 20, what was it, 25 straight seasons uh, of making the playoffs. So yeah. it, it was a hell of a time. Hell, Fox Sports Detroit had a whole April and the D song. <laughs> yeah, they had an April and the D. Yeah, they did it for like a bunch of seasons, man. They mm-hmm. had the songs going and everything. It was catchy too. Yeah, I I can't wait for us to get um, back to that point with Detroit, Detroit sports. Um, but it got me thinking: if we had to do a Mount Rushmore. Of all sports figures, um, who would you put on it and why? Oh, that's very interesting. I think I think we're gonna definitely turn some heads with this one. And I, I know for sure that um I know we'll have a, a difference of, of uh whom do we pick for our Mount Rushmore. So yeah, I think we could dive into it, brother. Yeah, so I'm so right off the the top of my head, um, somebody that I feel like might be on both our lists. Not sure if he's on yours, but I think it's a, a, a strong possibility that he might. Um, his airness, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, that yeah he is. I, I hate that we're from Detroit. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like. I feel like you have to respect um, what he did um, to 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 the game of basketball. What he did, just marketing wise, um, when it comes to basketball shoes, uh, the the him and Spike Lee commercial will be forever iconic. Um. Some of his most memorable moments are were, were in some of the biggest games of his of the NBA history, his career, the flu game, um, the sixty three point game. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, it's no refuting that. I, I'm some people would like, say the push off game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if we if he's the if he's the one chosen. Um, the one chosen NBA player. Cause I, I think we probably will cover all four sports for the Mount Rushmore. And we would choose like the best out of the basketball, the football. And that's what I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. I do. So, yeah, I, I don't have oh. any, anybody from the NHL. Oh, I, Oh, I, I do. I do. Actually, I, I'm kind of conflicted. Um, Cause I, I definitely uh, look at Wayne Gretzky. Um, 
I thought like watching him, he was phenomenal. But then when I go back and I look at Gordy Howell and all the things that he did, man, like I was like, wow, Gordy yeah, Howell was and, like the ultimate Iron Man. And Gordy Howell what played in five different decades or something ridiculous. Yeah, like he was awesome, man. And like the sad part about it was the Gordy Howell that I got to watch, um, I think he was just trying to do the Iron Man all decade thing at that particular time. I didn't get to watch him while he really was playing the sport seriously, so but I did get a chance to watch Gretzky, and I thought Gretzky was freaking just amazing, man. Watching him and Mario Lemieux and uh, Yamir Yager and uh, Stevie Y, man, it just those guys were awesome, man. And, and Chelios and Brett Hawk. Like, uh, I mean, don't worry, there's some people out there, but it, I got to give it to Gretzky, man. Gretzky is, is that guy, man. I watched him, and he was that guy. Okay, so... The airness and and the the great one are both on your Mount Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I gotta give it to Gretzky, man. Okay, <laughs> Gretzky would have been on my list, but I decided to go a different direction with with one. So instead of picking somebody from um, the four major sports, I went to the wonderful world of boxing. Okay. Now that now okay, that's still tough too. That's tough, but let's see who you roll with for boxing. Yeah, well, we we all know I have a love affair with this person and I just <laughs> felt like um they transcend um time even uh, from the grave. Um they're still one of the most talked about athletes today. Um I'm talking about one Cassius Marcellus Clay also known as Muhammad, the Great One, Ali. Um, oh, that's nice. That's a nice one. That is a nice one, man. I, You know, the, the I love watching Muhammad Ali, man. I just wish that I could have, you know, embraced him and watched him, you know, back then. I mean, I, I watched the, the videos of him, and I love watching him, like, talk so much shit, man. I think that's one of the best things that I love about him. It's just him, like, shit talking and backing it up, too. But it felt like I, you know, I'm, I'm the Mike Tyson era, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love yeah. Muhammad Ali, you don't get me wrong, but it feel like we watch Tyson. That's I guess I feel like these LeBron fans now, because I watch Jordan and LeBron, and I love LeBron, but I've seen Jordan do some ridiculous shit, man. And I've seen LeBron do it, too, and Kobe, and like, I don't watch a lot of them. But I don't seen Jordan do some ridiculous shit, Rodney. Like <laughs> I don't seen him do some unbelievable shit, man. I'm like, how the hell you? I don't seen him get like, like destroyed, and he still throw the ball up and flick it, and it go in from like the or he's, or he's not even looking, like he's facing the opposite way of the rim. Yeah. <laughs> It just closing his eyes, hitting free. Th- at one point, it just felt like he didn't miss, and if he did miss, they was drawing the foul. Like they, at one point, it's like you couldn't stop him. Like you either had to foul him, or either. So I understand that. And Muhammad Ali was so freaking great, man. It's just I, I hate the way boxing was back then. I think boxing, the way boxing was, and like how many rounds you would go. I think they were going eighteen rounds or something. Yeah, fifteen. Fif- yeah, fifteen, and like just crazy rounds. Just didn't make any sense because they were just beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, and then fighting um, multiple times. I mean, multiple, multiple times a year. Um, not yeah. like today where uh, 
your primetime boxer may only fight two to three times a year. Um, yeah, depending on how badly he's uh, injured, then he'll probably fight maybe twice, maybe once or twice. Um, a lot of people will say Floyd. Like I, I know we'll, we'll do our honorable mentions later. I know that we have like it's only a thirty-minute episode. So yeah, oh. Floyd not on my honorable mentions at all. Damn, you know <laughs> he, he he has he's on mine. But we'll we'll move on to the next one. Okay, so I know you. We both got Jordan. I went with Wayne Gretzky. I know I watch a lot of hockey too, so I know. Yeah, I, know really I, I watch a shit ton of hockey. I just I don't know. I had to sacrifice something right. you so. <laughs> now, now, see, now I would do that with uh, with baseball. I, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan, but I would definitely sacrifice baseball because baseball is always up in the air. You don't know who's what. So who's who's your baseball pick? Because I know we I know we're gonna have varying opinions on this one. Well, can I? Uh, okay, can I skip baseball and go to football? Yeah, because I got to think about that. I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. So, now I I love Barry Sanders. So yeah, now I'm gonna say that's who I I was picking between Barry and Tom, and I went Tom. Right. Um, so Barry's my honorable mention. He's like he's my number five since Rushmore only has four. Yeah. So I just I don't know about you, but I feel like we've been hell. We were. When Tom Brady was a senior at Michigan, I was in middle school still. <laughs> Basically. See, now, now, see, now I I remember watching Tom, and plus, like, I'm just a little, I'm probably a tad bit older than you, just a little bit. It's yeah. not that it's not a huge difference, but no, I um, and I I grew up in a household just like you, where my family was like huge sports fans. Man, like, I didn't I didn't know nothing but sports. It just felt like I and you had to watch sports, or it felt like you wasn't a man if you didn't watch sports. <laughs> exactly. And like, yeah, it's just like you had to watch sports. And my grandfather either had that on; he had sports on every day. Like it just was sports. I don't see nothing else but sports. And uh, even bowling, man, we would even watch bowling. Like that's how sports out we were. And um, yeah, it just Barry Sanders was just amazing to me, man. I never I watched a lot of football, and I never seen nobody like Barry Sanders play the game. Like the the things he do would be incredible. He would uh, even when he, like a loss of yards would even be crazy, and like yeah, everybody he, would, be he would like do like the jump cut. Then he would like twirl around in the backfield. <laughs> he, he's doing a three sixty spin, a seven twenty. Like yes, yeah, stop yeah. on the dime. And then you know what's crazy after like because you know when you watch the one thing that I'm learning now. And I think a lot of people are starting to kind of get used to, especially from having social media. But back then, when you watch people on TV and you didn't have social media, we always thought these these polarizing figures were these gigantic men. And you were like, oh, man, these guys are so used because you're watching them on camera. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen Barry Sanders. Like, he is a very short man. Yeah, he's like 5'8", five, 5'7". Five, yeah, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting this towering figure because guys can't really get a hold of him. And... I just see this this short guy with like fucking huge legs, like tree trunks, and I was like, "Yeah, Yo. I feel like the same thing with Brady. Like if we were to see Brady in person, because I feel like watching him in interviews, he's already looked super. Like you can tell he's tall, but like 
He's not, what, he's probably not even 220. Yeah, he looks fragile. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what... <laughs> yeah, man, how, how old was I? Like, years old, like, a couple <laughs> weeks, probably four weeks ago, when I learned that fucking... Uh, uh, Bruno Mars was like five foot three, five four, or something like crazy. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that <laughs> with like yeah, a lot of celebrities. Like, like, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, T.I. Short, Van Diesel dude, was actually Kevin pretty Hart. short. Yeah, Kevin Hart, Ice oh, Cube. Like, I remember it was the episode. Um, not Jimmy Fallon. Um, Conan O'Brien had Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. <laughs> And they went riding around, <laughs> and just oh, when they yeah, got, funny. yeah, when they got out the car, like Conan O'Brien is so much taller than both of them. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that too, and that that episode was freaking hilarious too. Yeah, that was that was a funny episode of Conan too. Go definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. it yeah, was, uh, riding um, just, with Conan. Yeah, yeah, just type in on YouTube Conan O'Brien Ice Cube or Conan O'Brien Kevin Hart and it'll come up. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I'm probably going to watch that again. That's how funny it was, man. Like them just roaming through the streets. I could have watched a whole hour of that too. Like, yeah, it was it's, hilarious. One, it's one of the best uh, late night bits <laughs> that has been done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, yeah, Conan. I miss that guy. Miss his shows. But oh, I don't want to get sidetracked. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah. Um, I, okay, go ahead and we continue with our Mount Rushmore. Okay, I, so. I got one and you got two left. Um, oh, you got one left, right? Yeah, I got one left. So, okay. we, we both agreed on Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. Um, mm mm-hmm. You have Wayne Gretzky, which I'm not mad at the selection either. Have Muhammad Ali. I feel like baseball. <laughs> um, I'm gonna apply your Mike Tyson statement <laughs> to this a little bit. The reason why I'm picking this person is because I've saw this person and he did things I haven't seen um, too many baseball players do. Um, and that that one is Ken Griffey Jr. Um, he was the reason why I played baseball as a kid. He was the reason why many of my friends played baseball. Um, he was the reason why I started wearing <laughs> in middle school my hat to the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just his swag, his all-out effort to chase the ball down the center field. Um, I feel like Griffey was must-see TV, and I don't feel like you can say that about too many baseball players. Um, right, I agree. I agree with that one, brother. It's, and, it's very few. And, I mean, Barry Bonds had that effect, um, but I feel like with with Barry, you, you only watch for the home runs at a certain point. With Griffey... You didn't care if he was up to bat or if he was in the field, like because if he was up to bat, it was a possibility that he was going to hit a home run. If he was in the field, some type of diving catch, he might go over the fence to bring a ball back. You you never knew um, what type of highlight you would get from Griffey. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You never knew what you're going to get from him. Yeah, you were right, brother. You know, I uh, 
I was kind of conflicted with the uh, with baseball because, I mean, I I like Jeter. Um, I grew up the captain, up Derek yeah. Jeter. Yeah, I like Jeter. I like Bonds. Like I said, I like Ken Griffey. Um, I never was a Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa guy. Those guys just came out of nowhere. I, I didn't too much care for them, but they do have their place in history. It just with baseball, it's just a lot of guys that just didn't really captivate me. I just, like I said, I, I, I like Ken Griffey. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't enough to captivate me and take me over on a couple other sports. And I know this might uh, blow your mind, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a whole nother sport, bro. I'm gonna go with tennis, and I'm gonna go with with Andre Agassi over Serena. Well, yeah, okay, so I'm going off of this remember this is this is my list. Yeah. I'm going over Andre Agassi over Serena because I was watching tennis before Serena. So and Andre Agassi was an American player that was actually winning until freaking Pete Sanford came along with his punk self and so, got all those victories. But it felt like at that particular time, man, like you know how Serena Serena Williams was was dominating like women's sports, her and Venus. Like we didn't have a stranglehold on that because we were losing so much, and um we had McEnroe, but when McEnroe uh you know laid it down, we didn't have that stranglehold until Agus, uh, Andre Agassi came along and he was actually winning. So he was winning just like the guys that we see today, that are winning and they got a stranglehold. You didn't. See, you don't see no American guys doing anything, like right now. I know you just seen that young, uh, the the, the African American gentleman that just was winning, but he really didn't win anything. He just knocked out a couple of good people. But other than that, like ever since Andre Agassi, we haven't been winning anything in tennis. It's just all all bad. But I remember him winning, and it just, and my my family was glued to the television. Man, we were glued to the television because he was winning everything. Man, he I think he got like eight grand slams and. He actually made me a fan of tennis. Um, yeah, he had a swag that you didn't see with most other tennis players at the time. Um, I enjoy watching him, and I actually enjoy P. Sampras. Um, so my faith, like right now I'm a big Djokovic fan in tennis, even though he can be a bit of an asshole. Um and I do feel like this is, um, I feel like we are kind of in the golden age of tennis right now, um, on, on both sides. Right. Cause you, cause you know what? Like I love Roger Federer and some of those other guys, but they just weren't American. It was just basically Pete Sanford and it was Andre Agassi, and they were rivals. And I was an Andre Agassi fan, man. He had the Nikes, man. Like, he just – he had the Nikes. I never wanted some – I never watched tennis until, like, Andre Agassi. He had the wild hair, the rock star hair. He had yeah. the TV vibes, you know. And it just – that just kept, that just got me, man. I was like, man, he a rock star, man. He had the ladies who dating supermodels. And then here come this dude, Pete Sanford, man. Just a regular dude off the streets, it looked like, like – and then just started to whooping him. Yeah, like, but I was about to say he can ball. <laughs> yeah, he can ball, man. He actually like he was smacking up on Andre, man. It was pissing me off because like he was the ultimate nerd. 
And it was, <laughs> and it was like you know who, like you know who came along and started winning, like beating Stefan Arkell. You, you know who P. Sanford is? He is he is Tom Hanks <laughs> in the Burbs. Bro, that's what he is, bro. Dude with like the curly hair, bro. Just and he looked like he just don't know how to move or nothing. Didn't get to going. And you know what? It's crazy. And it's how much of a tennis fan I am, which is crazy. I know how many grand slams he got too, bro. And that's how you know that I like tennis. He got 14 grand slams. Bro. Yeah, Pete has 14. Like, <laughs> um I think yeah, if I'm it. not mistaken, um no, Andre only got eight, bro. Yeah. P had fourteen. Yeah, but, but he lost to Djokovic, Pete, though, like a couple times. Yeah, Djokovic, I believe, has twenty one. Yeah, which see, that's what I'm talking about about the stranglehold. We don't have any good American players, bro. And it's it's really pissing me off. Federer like, Federer has what, twenty or twenty one? Um uh, on Nadal, I think, broke the tie and now has twenty two. Yeah, like what happened to like good American tennis players, man? As far as like on the men's side, the women. Yeah, the like, women are dominating. Coco, um, Sloane Stevens. Um, yeah. Of course, you have Venus and Serena, um, Allison Keys. I feel like Allison Keys is like <laughs> she always plays good, but she's never in the winner's circle at the end. She I might was so not. pissed. Uh, I was so pissed off at. Uh, Andy Roddick, man, because I thought he was going to be good. And then he turned out to be a dud. I was so pissed well, off. And then Andy Roddick ended up like he was at the the his beginning was like at the tail end of P. Sanford's. And then his peak, he kind of got caught in the Federer, Djokovic, and uh, you had Andy Murray back then, too. Yeah, he was a joke, too. He pissed me off, too, man. It just I just did not understand why why we just it felt like we just couldn't win and every time you would watch them and they just destroy us between Nadal and Djokovic man just and Federer just smacking up on all the American people and just winning titles and going at it on their own but yeah man I I miss the days of Agassi and Sanford's man okay let's give some honorable some more honorable mentions before we get out of here um, I'm gonna mention Serena. I think there's a very strong argument argument she should beat on Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, no no argument for me, brother. I definitely believe she should. I definitely yeah, and you know our list is fluid, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, very fluid. Yeah. Um, football. Um, some would say that Jim Brown is the greatest NFL player ever seen. Um. Of course, I will, neither one of us alive, so I can't exactly testify to that. But I know a lot of old heads would make that argument. Yeah, they'll either give you uh, Jim Brown or um, Gail Sayers. Uh, Gail Sayers. What's my man from the Bears, man? Sweetness. Walter yeah, Payton. Walter Payton. Or, yeah, or they'll give you like, you know, I, 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 just, I don't know. I, I'm surprised nobody said Bo Jackson. Yeah, um, two was... sports. Um, you can make a case for Dion. Yeah, you make a case for Dion too. The two sports always got me, man. I, I love the two sport players. I thought Bo Jackson was awesome because Bo knows every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo knows hockey, basketball. Bo. <laughs> I'll Bo give knows. you um, one that might be a little controversial. Uh huh. P. 
Pete Rose. Nothing wrong with Pete Rose. I thought Pete Rose was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess they, they did him like they're doing everybody in baseball now, just like they got the guy in New York right now. Um, Kareem. Yeah, they. but hold on. Wait a minute, Rodney. They want us to forget about Bon Sosa and McGuire and, McGuire and forget about everybody else. And say that hey, this new record is is hit by this this guy right now. That's that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's why baseball is what it is right now. Yeah, I feel like baseball reached its peak in popularity at the time of Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Uh, Barry Bond. I also feel like that's what makes King Griffey Jr. so um, unique because you can argue during that time King Griffey was the best baseball player in the world and it's the only one that's never been connected with any performance enhancing or, or steroid use. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just I don't know I don't understand why it doesn't resonate in our community. I don't think that that the MLB really does a lot to uh, they don't they don't to push and, the narrative to get us in the community. Yeah. They don't want they don't want they don't care. I know we're up to up against it, but like you don't see the NBA has a very wise marketing plan um, towards um, people of colored urban center, whatever you want to say. Same thing with the NFL. I even think the NHL has done a better job reaching out to the inner city community. Starting to see more and more um, black faces in in hockey. Right. Same thing with tennis. Um, Starting to see a lot more tennis courts and things in the inner city. So. Yeah, and and that's what I was. I'm trying to still figure it out with baseball. With baseball being the the uh, highest paying sport. It's just kind of odd. Without a salary cap, and they pay like buku cash, it's kind of hard to just fathom why nobody's even trying to take over that market or take over an inner city and like try to get kids in there. It just I don't I don't get it. I I think like we just maybe we choose baseball and football. I mean basketball and football, but it seems like baseball would be the wise decision. Like I mm-hmm. said, no salary cap. Yep, I agree. Um, so that we're up against it. So tune in Monday for our, one of our regular episodes. Um, I got some music we need to review, like Freddie Gibbs just dropped an album. Fire. Yeah. It's fire. Few. Oh, uh, oh, Eddie. Hmm. Kid Cudi album is fire yeah. too. Um, I haven't Yo. listened to the Kid Cudi album just yet. Um, I'm gonna be honest, that Freddie Gibbs has kept my attention for a minute. So, yeah. Oh man, Kid Cudi is a whole vibe, bro. Definitely on some love shit, man. I love it. Ty Dolla Sign, thank you, sir, for your services on that album. You did an amazing job on your songs that you're on. With man, that album is beautiful. I love it. Yeah. So, um, tune in them um, next Monday. 
as we review, have some new album review for you. Um, we'll talk about your boy Kanye and Candace yeah. Owens. Mm, that's what I wanted to talk about today, but we, we yeah, you got to wait till Monday, people. Wait till Monday. Okay, so catch us on the B-side. Peace.